Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Really, we all have been hacked. <laughs> There's just no doubt about it. So now we are hearing that we have approximately 60,000 emails stolen from the U.S. State Department. They also hacked the email accounts of around 25 other organizations, including government agencies. When I say they, I mean a China-based hacker group. 10 U.S. State Department email addresses were hacked, which nine of them belong to individuals deep in East Asia and Pacific Affairs. One, the Secretary of Commerce was among the individuals impacted. The hackers forged digital authentication tokens, that's easy for me to say, authentication tokens, required by the system. The tokens are typically used to verify a person's identity. China, of course, labeled the accusation disinformation and called the U.S. government the world's biggest hacking empire and global cyber thief. Okay, so now this is one of the largest known cyber espionage campaigns against the U.S. The hack was uncovered by Microsoft, and they, they say that it occurred in May of this year, and we're just now finding out about it. So, yay! That actually should be my new Chewing the Fat t-shirt. We've all been hacked because, well we have. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. How about that presidential GOP debate last night, huh? Oh, man. Was it good? <laughs> Uh, the whole thing from the very beginning where Stuart Varney screws up the intro to the end was just a nightmare. And they all were talking over each other and it was really, really agonizing. One of their talking points, of course, was TikTok and how bad TikTok is for the United States and children. Don't worry about talking about the, you know, the economy or, you know, why we love Ukraine so much. Don't worry about that. We want to talk a little bit about TikTok. And that was between Nikki Haley and uh, Vivek like Cake Ramaswamy. And then I was reminded that, uh, you know, I never was a huge fan of TikTok, although, you know, I've, you know, we've given up now, right? We've given up. Uh, it's okay. TikTok is, uh, you know, they ran a commercial uh, coming out of beating up TikTok in the debate, during the debate, they ran a commercial pro-TikTok, how good TikTok is. It was just incredible. Then I was reminded, remember Bleeding Edge's uh, Jeff Brown did a reverse engineer of TikTok, and they wanted to know where the information and what was happening to the information that was being given to TikTok, uh, TikTok 
through ByteDance or BitDance, the home company that owns it. You know, the Chinese company that owns it. So the app collects everything about users' phones. It documents the phone's hardware specs and every app that's been downloaded. It pings the phone's GPS location roughly every 30 seconds. That means TikTok tracks exactly where all its users are at all times. It also knows which Wi-Fi networks its users connect to. It documents the address of the router as well as every other device connected to each network. Okay. It also has written in software code to allow it to potentially, of course they're not doing this, uh, download software to Android phones and then run that software without the user's knowledge or consent. Um, And the software could be anything. It's like malware or surveillance software. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. So we'll see. And they promised, Hey, don't worry about it. We're fine. We've got that all taken care of. Uh huh. So I know India has banned TikTok along with 58 other China based apps. And we're going after, you know, Google and Amazon prime and Facebook. And we're doing, I, oh, did you speaking of the Google lawsuit? Oh my gosh. I know I'm, I, I'm jumping over the fence here a little bit, but, uh, there's an Apple exec that told a court in the government's antitrust suit against Google that it kept Google as the default search option for its devices because there wasn't a valid alternative. Um, I think that goes against what they're saying. So we'll see how that, how that whole thing works out. It was just a nightmare. And I know I try not to talk too much politics on this show, but it's difficult some days. And the whole thing was just agonizing. I spent the night, uh, watching this stupid debate and their little bell that went off the whole time. And it drove my dog crazy or our dog, you know, the dog that I said we weren't going to have in the house and then. It's here. And so anyway, the whole night, you know, when they rang their little doorbell ding, he's barking at the front door and then he would finally calm down. He'd come back and he'd hop up on the sofa and he'd be staring at that front door waiting for that bell to go off. And when it did, he was off to the front door again. (laughs) So not only was I putting up with the agonizing GOP debate, then I had to, you know, listen to the dog bark all night because of that stupid bell. Anyway. This is how I remember the GOP debate from 9-27-2023. I just, I just can't. I just can't. I did, but I can't. All right, let's move on to bigger and better things. Like Mike Beaton, the British Airways pilot who was dismissed. I cannot believe that they fired this guy. He, they fired him for bragging to his co-workers about his cocaine-snorting exploits, <laughs> which included inhaling cocaine off a topless woman and a night of wild orgies. Okay, well, if you're doing a night of... Well, maybe not. I mean, I was just going to say, if you're doing a night of cocaine at a hotel you're gonna it's gonna include topless women and orgies but maybe not so his negligent behavior caused an estimated uh, cost of a hundred thousand euros and a 24-hour flight delay as the airline scrambled to find a replacement for him in a text message to a stewardess 
hours before he was scheduled to co-pilot a flight from South Africa to the UK. Now, he was a co-pilot. He wasn't even actually the main pilot. He admitted to being severely intoxicated after an all-night party with a Welch woman, a Spanish lady, and several local men. (laughs) The marriage is not funny. It is not funny at all. And this man should be ashamed of himself. He's a married father of one. He bragged to his co-workers about snorting cocaine off the topless woman during the drug and alcohol-fueled orgy before he was scheduled to fly. And <laughs> In his text, he said, Wow, uh, I cannot even lift my head right now. <laughs> he underwent a drug test once he landed in the UK. So, apparently, he was the co-pilot actually did co-pilot the flight (laughs) so everything is fine don't worry about it but his drug test of course came back positive and so they british airways released a statement saying no passenger was uh at risk and we're fine and you know what the company no longer employs him so it's fine okay He was uh, in Johannesburg during his time off when he received a request to assist the flight back to the UK. So he, they asked him, hey, what do you think? Can you assist in this flight? Yeah, I can. But, you know, I'm right now I'm, I'm meeting this group of people at a nightclub and we just partied all night and one thing led to another. And the next thing you know, I'm snorting coke off a hooker's chest. (laughs) What are you going to do? Say no? I mean, uh, hello? So the Civil Aviation Authority said that it has strict protocols in place when pilots abuse drugs and alcohol. Do you? Okay, so does everyone else. We know. We got it. So an airline must immediately inform us if a UK pilot has misused drink or drugs, boarding, or being on board an aircraft. In these cases, we should immediately suspend the pilot's medical, which means they cannot fly. Yeah, uh, hello, well, he's been fired, so now I guess he can't fly. Uh, The medical would only be reinstated if he were completely satisfied, if they were completely satisfied that he's, you know, done his rehab program and isn't going to drink or drugs any longer while flying. Yeah, I mean, he'll say he won't. I mean, that's a good deal, right? What are you going to do? You're traveling, you're away from the wife and the kid, you're in Johannesburg, you're at a bar, and uh, one thing leads to another. But he's out of a job now. So we don't have to worry. We're fine. We're safe when we're flying British Airways now. And according to them, we were always safe. So never mind. But wait, they said that he didn't fly. They, They actually held the flight up. Right? For 24 hours trying to find a replacement for him, which cost them all kinds of money and time. So, did he fly on the. I'm confused. I don't know that he flew on the actual flight from South Africa to the UK or if he ended up catching another flight back and that's when he was drug tested. Or if he was on this flight and just wasn't part of the flight crew. That's probably what happened. He ended up being on this flight, but was not part of the flight crew because he was so hungover. And which is why he still had plenty of drugs in his system when he landed in the UK. Okay, I feel better now. I think I understand the story. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. (laughs) 
So I guess I'm going to have to stop by the old gas station convenience store because the Powerball, which the next drawing is the 30th, Saturday, the 30th of this month, if you're listening live, today is the 28th of September, 2023, is worth $925, I'm sorry, an estimated $925 million with a cash value of 432 four million dollars so that might be worth uh, playing a ticket you know you have to you can't win if you don't play and then i look over at the mega millions because i haven't looked at them in a while uh the mega millions which uh, has a drawing tomorrow the 29th is uh 267 million I spit on 267 million a cash option of 123.6 million dollars i say i spit on it but please oh man i would not i uh, would not i promise cross my heart hope to die i would not spit at 123.6 million dollars i for sure would not spit at 432.4 million dollars oh man that would be that would be really really sweet let's take a moment and uh think about what I, okay, we would do with $432.4 million. Okay, I've already thought about it. I know what I would do. Good luck to me. Sad news, uh, Bruce Springsteen, I know, I know, get, get a tissue. He is postponing all of his scheduled tour dates this year until next year, 2024. I guess he needs time to recover from peptic ulcer disease. Oh, man. Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, I don't necessarily wish that on anyone. <laughs> I don't know that I've had peptic ulcer disease, but he's recovering. And, uh, of course, uh, according to, you know, under a doctor's advisement, he's taking some more time off from touring. He's 74 now. And I'm sure it takes a little bit longer to recover from peptic ulcer disease. So uh, when the new 2024 dates are announced, those unable to attend the new date with purchase tickets, uh, you know what, we'll give you 30 days and get your money back. Okay, (laughs) all right. All the tickets for the postponed performances will remain valid for the newly announced dates, though. So good luck, and I hope everything works out. And We'll see you later. Look, peptic ulcer disease. Okay, peptic ulcer disease occurs when open sores or ulcers form in the stomach or the first part of the small intestine. Many cases of peptic ulcer disease develop because a bacterial infection eats away the protective lining of the digestive system. Of course, I don't have to tell you that. You already knew that. That was for me to know what exactly a peptic ulcer disease issue is speaking of peptic ulcer disease i see where cnn max is launching a new schedule that's just mirroring its linear lineup so we're going to get back into the streaming world again and it's going to launch i launches uh launched yesterday oh darn I missed the actual launch. Well, it's the internet, Jeff, and you could go there anytime. Oh, okay. So it's CNN Max. Uh, all caps, uh, C-N-N-M, and then small case, A-X. Uh, it's a service that diverges from its past efforts in a way that mirrors so much of the schedule of its linear networks. Oh, that's right. When they announced this, though, they said they were going to do some different things on it, right? 
Um, the platform and available to all subscribers. It includes 900 hours of programming from CNN Originals, including shows like Who's Talking to Chris Wallace and Anthony Bourdain, well, they're still hanging on him, and uh, Stanley Tucci, Parts Unknown, Searching for Italy. Yeah. Uh, wow. So good luck uh, to CNN for the 24-7 CNN Max. Uh, I guess they get... They didn't want to go back to CNN Plus. <laughs> Everybody either does Plus and now CNN is stealing. You know what? It's CNN. What we need to do is do CNN Max. That's what we need to do. So uh, what's the new stuff? Okay, so primetime shows. Uh, Aaron Burnett, Anderson Cooper, The Source with Caitlin Collins. Uh, morning programming, early start with Casey Hunt, CNN This Morning. Other shows from CNN International, State of the Race with Casey Hunt. Well, that's debuting. Uh, that debuted yesterday. As well as One World with Bianca Goldraga uh, joining Zane Asher as anchor. Boy, I bet you that's good. And uh, Amen Poor also as part of the early afternoon schedule. So I don't know that they're doing anything. I guess to get original programming from Jim Acosta. And, and, well, I bet you those are good. Good, good, good. Good. So, hey. Now, you know, if you're, if you're into it, uh, just get out there and give a big shout out to CNN Max. Uh, what's the over under on 30 days? Does it last longer than 30 days? Probably, uh, because they'll just, they'll just stream what they're doing on linear and say that that's their stream for now, but can't last long. Who's going to CNN Max? Anyway, uh, congratulations to Katy Perry. Uh, she is uh, going to be a part of the new animated 20th anniversary special with Peppa Pig. I know. Who doesn't love Peppa Pig? So Hasbro announced that the 38-year-old... Wow, Katy Perry is 38 already. Uh, teenage Dream Superstar will be joining the cast of Peppa Pig as the voice of a brand new character uh, for the upcoming three-part 20th anniversary special. Perry, well-known for her zany and over-the-top fashion. Uh, I don't know if they know this, but Peppa Pig is a animated cartoon, so we won't necessarily see Katie's zany and over-the-top fashion. But, okay, so I guess she's going to play Ms. Leopard in the celebratory Peppa Pig wedding party special. Her character will help Mr. Bull and Mrs. Cow out with a wedding, announced as a surprise, leaving everyone with only one day to prepare for the big event. We're incredibly thrilled to have such an A-list talent join the family fun. Uh, I'm sorry, join the family fun adventures in Peppa Pig. And uh, so congratulations to Katie and can't wait for the Peppa Pig wedding party special. The show's 20th anniversary, a three-part series, uh, which will be just incredible. And you may ask yourself, Jeff, how are you not a character on Peppa Pig? I don't know the answer to that. I am not, though, and Katie is. So don't ask me that question because it hurts. I should be a character on Peppa Pig because, I mean, hello, zany, over-the-top fashion, that's me. mealtime 
real-time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who died today? Who died today? The Irish-English star who, you know him uh, probably because he played Dumbledore in the Harry Potter film franchise, passed away at the age of 82. He died in the hospital with his family and friends surrounding him. Uh, It said that wasn't that. Don't look at me like that. And they said he had uh, he had a case of pneumonia that he couldn't shake, and so, all right. So don't be thinking that it was that. I know what you were thinking. Yeah, and so, all right. He was qualified as an engineer and a toolmaker, and then he said, "Hey, you know, I think I'd rather act," <laughs> and he did. And he had the booming voice, and uh, he filled in. Remember, uh, Richard Harris was, I think, the original Dumbledore, or at least that particular character i don't know if it was actually dumbledore but uh then uh sir michael stepped in and uh, between 2004 and 2011 uh wow good i mean that's a, that's a good gig for you know, to be in your 70s and get that gig man anyway so sir michael gamden dead at the age of 82 you know who else? Well, they kind of died. They filed for bankruptcy. Uh, the uh, bus manufacturer, the electric bus manufacturer, uh, the California-based Proterra, who filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can't make a go of it. We were making these electric buses. We're going to try. It came as a shock, but we just can't make any money. So any cities, you know, like Jackson and Teton County, Wyoming, uh, they're saying, uh, yeah, we bought... Uh, you know, we have uh, eight electric buses and uh, in our fleet of 31, and none of the buses are running now. <laughs> so we're just using the diesel fleet. Yeah, we don't know what to do. We can't get parts for them. Uh, we don't know what's happening, and they won't run. So, man, wish we could wish we could help out with the old electric bus thing, but we can't. And, uh, hey, uh, company... Do you think that uh, Proterra, you think you can send us some parts? Yeah, we'd love to, but we just can't. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying to fill those parts orders, and we're trying to get the you know new buses there, and we're trying to get there, but we just can't right now, okay? I wish we could, but we can't. And if there are any other cities out there that are looking to uh, get their parts for their electric buses from us that aren't running, or if they're still running and they may need parts in the future, sorry about it. So now we're getting more recalls uh, from Hyundai Kia. So we're covering multiple car and SUV models from 2010 through 2019, including Hyundai's Santa Fe, Santa Fe SUV and Kia's Sorento. SUV. Apparently, according to the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the anti-lock brake control module 
can leak fluid and cause an electrical short, which can touch off a fire while the vehicles are parked or being driven. I think we talked about this, although now they've expanded the recall. <laughs> yeah, because they wanted people to don't park in the garage and park away from structures. And they're asking you to make sure that you do that again. Well, now we're talking about like three, almost three and a half million vehicles in the U.S., Telling owners, hey, do uh, you know, don't park in the garage. <laughs> yeah, don't park in the garage. In fact, don't park next to the house either. Why don't you just park that thing out there in the middle of the road for a while, okay? Yeah, the uh, anti-lock brake control module, it can leak fluid. And then that causes an electrical short. And then that causes a fire. So we're going to get it fixed for you. Bring it on in. It's no cost to you. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. So Kia says that it will send notification letters to owners starting November 14th and Hyundai on November 24th. Waiting till November for this to take place? I mean, we've already talked about this one time and now they're expanding the recall and we're not getting letters until November. So Hyundai has reported 21 fires in affected vehicles in the U.S., another 22 thermal incidents, including smoke, burning, and melting of parts. Wow. Kia reported 10 fires and melting incidents. Now, I realize that 10 fires and melting institutes or thermal incidents of 21 cars is, a, you know, a very small percentage of 3.4 million cars. However, you don't want to be the 20, in the 21 or the 10. <laughs> you want to look outside and see your car on fire or having a thermal incident. So apparently there's an O-ring in the anti-lock brake motor shaft that can lose seal strength. And over time, due to the presence of moisture, dirt, dissolved metals in the brake fluid, causes leaks. And uh, the new fuse limits the operating current of the brake module. Oh, oh, well, okay, then that's fine then. So Kia has said that an engine compartment fire could happen in the area of the brake control unit due to an electrical short that results in excessive current. The exact cause of the short circuit is unknown, uh, but there have been no crashes or injuries. We don't know what's causing it, but uh, we nobody's nobody's gotten hurt, or at least they haven't told us that they've gotten hurt. So what we're doing is we're replacing one fuse with another, and the brake fluid can still leak, but that's it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Why not? Uh, why not fix the problem? Well, you know, it's the O-ring and you're combating a symptom and part of the problem. And we just, you know, it's a design thing and we're just not going to do that. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, the NHTSA is allowing the companies to only replace a fuse. Yeah, why? Uh, and being sent interim letters immediately warning them of the problem. So, yeah, don't park them in the garage and, you know, take them in and get them hooked. Just really strange why we're not making this uh, making this happen. Um, automakers have 60 days to notify owners of recalled vehicles by letter, but often the mailings can happen sooner. Yeah, and often they don't. Uh, NHTSA also issued a statement saying, you ought to park outdoors. You might want to, don't park inside. Don't park in a garage. <laughs> that's not good that's not good so we've got uh 3.4 million vehicles under this recall 
The NHTSA says they've received 161 complaints of engine fires, some of which occurred in vehicles that have already been recalled. That's more than 21 in 10, I might add. Uh, Now we're starting to get into some numbers. You can quote me on that. Uh, According in 2018, they had received owner complaints of more than 3,100 fires and 103 injuries and one death. Hyundai and Kia were fined. Yeah, you got to slap some money on it. Wait, you killed somebody with your O-ring thing? Yeah, we're, we got to find you some money. Uh, you were moved too slow to recall these. Wow. So this has been going on for quite... I mean, they, when are we going to... Are we going to pull Hyundai and Kia off the road? I don't think that's going to happen. But maybe it should. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed the Hyundai that I drove for a year. Remember, I changed my name. To Brandon Hyundai for a year, formerly Jeff Fisher, drove. Uh, they let me drive a Hyundai for a year as part of the deal for their commercials and changing my name, I might add, to Brandon Hyundai. Brandon was the city that the Hyundai dealership was in. So that was their name, Brandon Hyundai. So I changed my name to Brandon Hyundai, formerly Jeff Fisher. I thought it was a good deal, and it worked for a year. I got a free car for a year, but uh, after that, they didn't. They thought the deal wasn't worth it. But now, uh, man, I, thankfully, I didn't have. At that time, there weren't an O-ring, and there wasn't an O-ring issue. Now, I don't think you want any of that O-ring issue. So, if you have an O-ring issue, be sure to reach out to me on uh, the socials, uh, Twitter or X. I'm sorry, I just dead named, uh, just dead named X uh, at Jeffy JFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can always email the show, Chewing the Fat at theblaze.com. I did get an email. Uh, to chewing the fat at theblaze.com. And I get plenty of them. I see them all. I read them all. Thank you so much. I may not respond to them all, but I do see them. I got this email from Bridget and I was right. Okay. So I said that, you know, Netflix was getting rid of the DVDs, right? You're not going to be able to get Netflix through the mail anymore. Friday, tomorrow, the 29th is the final day that they're going to, you know, ship DVDs through the mail over that netflix dvd thing is over and i jokingly said well hey i might just hop on and you know order some movies that i want to see and you know i'll never send it back what am i going to do what are they going to do they're not going to do anything it's over right well i got an email uh from uh bridget who sent a, a a shot of the message she received from dvd.com and netflix and it says friendly reminder that we will ship our very last discs on September 29th. After that date, we will not charge you for any unreturned discs. Please enjoy them for as long as you like. Now, if that's true, I would say go to the DVD.com and take a look at their whatever they have available and order whatever you like because as the end of tomorrow, they're all yours. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so I'm sitting here looking through the new Uncle John's Weird Wonderful World bathroom reader, which uh, claims to scan the globe uh, for strange stories and fantastic facts. The 36th edition of the Bathroom Readers Institute. Brian Boone joining me once again here on Chewing the Fat. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I love being here. Thank you so much for having me. Good to see you. Good to talk to you again. So we have a new weird, wonderful world bathroom reader. How many of these things you crank it out? Uh, One, two a week, three a week, four a week. What are you doing? (laughs) We're getting up to three a week. Yeah. Um, This is our this is our big annual. Every year, every year we we do at least one gigantic book, and this one's like four hundred something odd pages, and uh, and everything is in here. And then we we've got the the side books every now and then. we see fit but this is our this is our baby this is the big one it's it's really i love it it's such a uh, to be honest i use it as uh you know just a conversation starter with my uh with my kids and they're not really kids anymore but they're teenagers and young adults but i leave the book out and you know they sit down and they'll read a couple of uh a couple of inserts and then we end up talking about the stupid inserts it's awesome i love i mean i mean that's that's great and that's uh that's that's such a a wonderful thing to be a part of that there's you know i like to think there's something for everybody in here and you flip up into a random page and you'll find something that interests you i mean absolutely absolutely so this one as you said has a little over 400 pages and how many okay so how many of your spouses uh, are your uh, your fact finders? What's happening, man? How much? What's the research team like for these? Uh, every it's a it is a team effort. There's there's a little Uncle John's in everybody. Uh, our spouses, our parents. Like I, I always <laughs> joke that that uh, that all of our moms send us newspaper clippings. Like that's such a mom thing. <laughs> yeah, but newspaper they, they, clippings. What are those? Yeah, newspa- Yeah, local newspaper clippings, which you, you would yeah. never, you know, even think to, to find online. But there's so many, you know, quirky stories and and local columnists that that yes. come up with stuff. And then uh, you know, we get those and we research them. My my wife gives me ideas all the time. My my son gives me ideas all the time. So right. it's a. Uh, so how many of the stories? Now, obviously, all of them don't make it to the book. Although a little over four hundred pages, many of them do. Uh, how many? How many of them uh, does say like mom send you a clip and you go mom? Uh, that's not true. I don't know why. You go ahead and believe it if you want, but that's not true. How that's many times does that happen? About uh, you know, I'd say fifty fifty good stuff yeah. versus uh, st- stop sending me email forwards from yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> I, I do stories all the time here on Chewing the Fat, and I'll be in the middle of the story, and I'm like, this is not real. This did not happen. I'm sorry. No, I don't believe it. I mean, and that's and that's a you know that's a big part of these books too is a, is the myth busting of the of the little fun facts that that you think you do now. Like those are one of my favorite things to write. Just like those those facts you see and they stop you in your tracks. You're like, wait, that that thing I always thought I knew that was common knowledge is not remotely true. It's uh, right. Well, it's you have a section, baffling. right? Myth conceptions. That's got to be what that is, right? I mean, that's what, oh, that's what you're doing. Yeah. That, that's totally. That's totally. Um, you know, and and. Uh, like cows uh, don't sleep standing up. Like we just thought that Wait, was true. Wait, what? Cows cows don't sleep standing up. They they'll like they'll <laughs> yes they'll, they do. They yes, don't. They do. Okay, if if we have all seen them, we have all seen them sleeping standing up. But apparently they'll just doze off. 
like they're basically like you or I, you know, we're yeah. you know sitting sitting at our desks at work might doze off for a minute or two. Right, right, right. Cows right. are no different. Their their job is to graze and chew their own cud and you know right. bear bear milk and uh, they'll just doze off standing up. But if they want to like you know uh, go to sleep, they'll they'll just they curl up and, and lay yeah. down like a dog. Yeah, yeah. they lay down. They're just yeah, they're just big dogs. Yeah. I mean, if if I was able to, you know, stand on all fours, I would be sleeping on all fours too. You know, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> What's okay? I don't want to talk about some more myth conceptions because now I'm shocked. All right, I'm shocked right now. Yeah. Cows don't sleep standing up. Cows don't sleep standing up. Uh, the India Indianapolis 500 is not raced in Indianapolis. Well, okay. It kind of is. It kind of is, but it's technically not because it's in Speedway, which is which the the uh, yeah, the know, Indian- Indianapolis Motor Speedway is so big that they built a town around it, and it's in technically in the town of Speedway. I I got that. I mean now, okay. So now we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys don't play in Dallas. Uh, you know the San Francisco 49ers don't play in San Francisco. I, I mean I I, I got sure I, sure I get you. Uh, well okay. How about how. Uh, Toilet paper is not white for the reason you think it is. Toilet paper is not white for the reason I think it is. What is the reason I think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, we've all had uh, different colored toilet paper, I guess, in our lives. My mom was, oh, it's got to be blue. But it's got to match the padded cushion. Okay. <laughs> oh, we got it. Yeah. The big, big fad with the like pink toilet paper in the 80s, I yeah. remember. Like, yeah. You know, only okay, only so why, grandma's. Why is it white though? Just cheap, just cheaper to make. No, um, it's part of it's a it's a side product of uh, of bleaching it for softness. Uh, they bleach it uh, not to make it more clean. To you know, you know, you know, a bleach white product connotes softness. But actually, right. when they finish up, it's it's kind of a pale brownish gray, which isn't very appetizing for the bathroom. So they right. bleach it, and then they found that the bleach actually makes it softer. So they. That's, that's why they did that's it. That's what so we're it's doing it. Yeah. Cushiony soft. That's awesome. That's actually, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to use the elm leaf from my backyard. Thank you for that. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So, uh, how many different weird uh, medical things do we have in this particular wonderful world of uh, stories in the bathroom reader? Because you know, I just we just did a story uh, here on chewing about uh, how the uh, the illustrious rat lungworm is making a stronghold here. Oh, in good. The, here in the U.S., that's great. And when you think that it doesn't survive in humans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, think again, but there's got to be some great, strange medical stories that you're like, oh no, I can't do that. I I love I love uh, writing these and I love pitching them because uh, my editor was always very squeamish about these and hates to hear oh, them. He's awesome. just like, they're good, they're interesting. Just just find them and write them up. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't want to know about them. Don't talk to me about yeah. them anymore. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, I love writing these. The uh, you know, and you uh, you'll you'll go through and you'll you'll look at old uh, medical journals and you'll find these weird yeah. case studies, like uh, an eighty-year-old patient whose name was not revealed for obvious reasons, uh, complaining of a distended abdomen and it was painful. And he also uh, uh, said, "Oh, by the way, it's been growing for the last oh, 10 years or so, and I should probably get it uh, checked out because now my leg has been swelling up for oh That's about awesome. four, 
Oh, about four months or so. That's awesome. That says <laughs> that means a male one hundred percent. Why didn't you say anything? Ah, it's gonna go away. It's fine. It's, all right. It's fine. It'll take care of itself. I'm not yeah, to the doctor. <laughs> but it turns out that he had this rare condition called <laughs> giant urinary bladder. Uh, Ooh. It, affects, it affects less than one percent of only people aged seventy and older. And it had his his bladder had ballooned up, and it contained. Wait for it. 11 liters of urine, which is that, more than 20 times what yeah. a can normally hold. I mean, that can't uh, be good, right? I mean, <laughs> you can quote me on that. That can't be good. But I mean, that can't be good. It can't be good. It took them, it took them four hours for a team. It took a team of doctors four hours to drain it. So when you're thinking about, you know, how you had a bad day at work, think about the doctors who spent four hours draining a man's bladder. And then it took about a week for for the bladder to, to shrink down and, and right. for him to be fully Holy healthy again. Cow. Yeah. What happens to the bladder after that does, I mean, the body is pretty resilient, but still, Very. Uh, you know, you're looking at uh, quite some time after it's stretched. I mean, we see people who are, you know, 800 pounds like myself and they lose, <laughs> they lose weight. Unlike myself. And, uh, you know, they end up with all this extra flab. I mean, that's got to happen with body parts as well. Right. I, just, uh, I, I know you. I know you don't know that. I'm just kind of guessing. It's organs are weird though. They uh they they grow and they seem to a lot of them seem to grow and shrink as see fit. Like you know they they can cut off a chunk of your of your liver and uh, you know for donation and, and it'll grow back. Right. But but the bladder is essentially just a balloon. So you know you patch how it up. How big it does down. it get? Now I want to talk to a bladder professional. I want to know how big it would get before because if it if it if it expands and then breaks. You're dead. Right? There's you're, no way you're dead. surviving that. No, possible. no, no, no. You're yeah. You've you've spread uh, you know all the all the toxins and poisons yeah. throughout your entire insides. Right. Which is the medical term for that. But eleven times, eleven times its normal size. So so no wonder he looked like he was a very a very large man. So yeah, a little cranky. Think about having eleven bladders. Like Ooh. no, thank you. Like not not no, a cool party you. trick. Yeah, I do not, not want that. I not do something not want to bring that. up at dinner parties. And that would be, that's why you go see the doctor. That's why you see <laughs> something's wrong. I, I know, baby. I know, but I just can't right now. Okay, I just right. can't. I'll you be were fine. right. I should have done something about this in 1996. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. All right, so you obviously play a part in the uh, uh, in the writing of, of all the the bathroom readers and I appreciate you coming on Brian it's you know good to talk to you again Absolutely. what uh, what's your your favorite now don't I don't want to hear the oh they're all my favorite Jeff and I like them all I want the Brian Boone Uncle John's weird wonderful world bathroom reader 36th edition favorite story uh the pirates I love I love pirates I love talking like pirates um I love pirate stuff I love pirate movies they're just they're just so ridiculous, and they were oh. truly bloodthirsty, evil guys. And now it's they're like fun. It's yeah. it's just kind of We've fascinating from a historical fun. perspective. But as that history evolves, like we get all this stuff about pirates that we think is true and is not true. You know, like like pirates didn't really you know say "ar" and "avast hearties" and and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually it goes only goes back That's so awful. this is my, my favorite article is pirate myths because i okay. i wrote it and I, and I got to just you know spend the day writing about pirates but um 
the the whole talk like a pirate thing only goes back about 70 years uh and it's to one guy uh an actor robert newton and he was the guy who specialized in playing pirates and all those you know saturated color pirate movies you know long john silver blackbeard the pirate treasure island and he just had this natural west country english dialect um and kind of a kind of a rough, scraggly voice, and so he just made himself sound more grizzled. He kind of played up the accent there, and with the screenwriters, they came up with these phony, you know, pirate turns of phrases like "scurvy dog" and you know, <laughs> using awesome. "b" instead of "r," you know, because a real pirate not be conjugating properly. So and uh, so and he started doing that in the fifties and sixties. So that's that's where we get the pirate voice from. Yeah, well, I mean, the that's awesome. I mean, the talk like a pirate day, which I am, I, I love knowing that everyone talks about talk like a pirate today because it's my <laughs> wife's birthday, and so I always remember. But uh, you know that it it started with just some guys in their in their game room, right? Yeah. I mean, that actually started like in the seventies or something. I don't mm-hmm. know yeah. exact date, but it was not that long ago. No, it was not are, long ago. You know, we should just do a talk like a pirate day. <laughs> and here we have it. Because it's fun to talk like a pirate. <laughs> right. I mean, I look, I spent many years in Tampa, Florida, and every year is Gasparilla Parade. And the world oh. turns into a pirate on Gasparilla Week. Well, Gasparilla month at the end of January. It's so much fun. And uh, you're right. I mean, they take Tampa. They come and they storm and they take Tampa. We celebrate, uh, you know, being held prisoner and having the city taken by pirates. But it's fun. <laughs> wow. I did not know about that. That sounds that sounds a little bit um, more fun than Mardi Gras. Like, that sounds really Gasparilla. The Gasparilla <laughs> Parade is awesome. And we used to we used to broadcast. We started broadcasting the parades uh, on the radio station, and they asked us to do it one year. And we thought we don't want to broadcast a stupid parade. We're just going to make it sound be terrible, and they'll ask us never to come back again. And it was so much fun that we now we had to do it every year, and we have oh. to make fun of everybody. And <laughs> they throw you know you get beads, and you know you get the people you know females look, tend to show their breasts for beads. Sure, sure. I. I can't stop him, Brian. I tried. <laughs> I said no. You're no, only one stop man. Stop doing that. What are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Everyone's having fun. <laughs> I'll throw you the beads, hon, but don't do that. No, don't. And they and they still do. I can't stop. Anyway, so it's it's a lot of fun. It really is. A, it's a whole bunch of fun. If you've never been, you should try to go. As much as you like pirates, it would oh, be a lot totally. of fun to go to Gasparilla in uh, in Tampa. Anyway, uh, Brian Boone uh, from Uncle John's. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. The new book is uh, you know I'm not even I haven't even read half of all the all the tidbits in it and it's still great it's fun and it does create conversation in the family so it's available where uh you can get that anywhere it's on amazon uh it's at your local bookstore indie bookstores it's at barnes and noble you can go to portablepress.com that's our website i write a blog there so you can get so if you don't have a book with you and you need some you know reading to read right away uh got got our blog on there uh buy our all of our books on there we've got you know, 36 and, and all the other offshoots. So awesome. So does uncle John's not have a podcast? What are we doing? What We're is working happening? on it? It's coming. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. As they say, that's what I like to hear. The, uh, <laughs> the inside the bathroom reader. Uh, the yeah, man. All right. Smells yeah. from the bathroom. 
I, I don't know. You can call it whatever you want. Brian, thank you. I appreciate you thank coming you. on the chat today. And thank uh, you so we'll much. talk to you again soon. Hope Peace. so. Let's do it. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.